Okay, ladies and gentlemen, here we are. The moment we have waited for, for over a year, um, our reopening podcast. Yes, Mr. Clausey, and it has been exactly one year. Um, you're right. Hello, everyone. It's your co-host and ACE admin team member, John Middleton. And with me is Joe Clausey, the one and only. Joe, I'm not going to lie. It's been uh, just a crazy year. Um, it's been a heartbreaking year. It's been an inspiring year, um, but it has been a year. Um, everything is happening so fast, too. Um, so the last few days, ha I feel like I've aged a year um, in just the last few days. Um, and with that, we've, we're making changes daily. So we might have to do a reopening, reopening podcast next week um, with new guidance that comes out. But with that, um, changes in guidance and whatnot have been made. The stages and regulations are here. Uh, on and on it goes. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and this is another one, John, you know, we're, we're here to discuss all things reopening. Um, we have approved plans from the county and the state public health department. Um, and we want to make it known that this information is um, uh, going to be posted on our school's website now that we got the approval from the state and the county. Um, and it will be accessible by request at any time. If need be, um, just call the office or shoot us an email. Uh, also, I've gotten so many emails from students and families requesting that students come and join us for volunteer learning. Uh, so bear with me. I will be responding. Remember, you know, as we get into the schedule a little bit, you know, the, the 12th or uh, tomorrow is the, is the 17th. That will be the first day for just seniors. This week is just 12th grade. Um, so we'll respond to those emails later on today so everybody can understand that they got them. But please adhere to the schedule that we have posted already online. Yeah, tomorrow is the Ventura County moves into the red tier. And so with that, we are, are starting our our second stage and building back to that with our with our volunteer time that is, is starting tomorrow. Um, so let's, then we should talk about the schedule, right? Let's talk about logistics um, before we get too deep into our pad, podcast. Um, we're going to talk about our intent and our purpose as well as we go. Um, so without further ado, where should we begin? Well, let's start with our expectations that we have for absolutely everybody when they come onto our campus. Masks, masks, masks must be worn at all times. Yeah, you know- I love masks, wear them. Serious, it's, it's like the only thing that really hasn't gone away. If anything, it's, it's gotten more strict as people have realized that they were necessary and that they work. And can I just talk about like what a mask is not? Neck gaiters are not masks. Yeah. Bandanas are not masks. Your mask must be securely attached to your mouth and nose, covering your mouth and nose, which means you need the little ear straps that go around your ear. The nice thing is we have masks in the office, so if, if a student comes to campus with the neck gaiter um, or the bandana that falls off or, or just like the chin mask, we'll, we'll get a new mask for you. Yeah. Um, students must stay in their classes and follow all guidelines for social distancing. Um, it's going to be a tough one because gone are the days of getting up and walking around 
uh, we're really focusing on limiting movement. So getting drinks of water, et cetera, it's going to be a challenge right now. Yeah. I mean, we, we won't even have a public drinking fountain, right? So think about that for a second, right? We don't even have a water fountain right now. How crazy is that? How like un COVID friendly or water fountains, but that said, we will have the bottle filler. So we will be able to provide you with some water. Um, but yeah, crazy. Bring a, bring a, a water bottle. It's good for the earth anyways. Yeah. Um, students who exhibit management issues, i.e. behavior issues, will be removed from campus and not allowed back for the remainder of the year. You can be on distance learning. Yeah, I mean, there, there's no questions asked here, folks. Um, everybody gets one chance. Uh, this is the warning, right? Um, we will be not, uh, not be encountering management issues during COVID. Uh, really, if, if your child will be waiting for you by the fence to be picked up uh, and then will be just remain in, in a virtual learning environment for the remainder of the year, I, I don't want to put anybody at risk if we're dealing with a management concern that could snowball out of control. And that's kind of what we're trying to avoid. Um, so, you know, please understand that we're, we, we do not want management issues on campus. I do think everybody's gonna be so excited to come back, John. I, that shouldn't be a, a worry or a concern, um, but in the event that it is, this is gonna be the rule that we stick with. Yeah, you know, there's some things pre-COVID that I'm not in a hurry to go back to. And that's having guiding conversations with students in my office. Um, or in this case, outside, we're coming back for six weeks. Let's have an awesome time. Um, let's be engaged in our classes. Um, let's be the ACE students that, that we know each of you are. Um, and remember the old ACE rules, respect yourself, right? Respect your peers and respect ACE as a place of learning. We used to say that every morning with the Pledge of Allegiance. We get to say that again. Um, so let's really focus in on what those ACE rules mean, but let's exemplify them in our day-to-day our -day actions. Um, if not, distance learning. Real simple. Um, we've got a questionnaire too for, for when students come on campus. Um, and this is something that you're going to be mandated to, to do to participate before going into your classes. Uh, it's a really pretty simple one. You've probably heard it before if you've tried to go into a, a medical office or, or whatnot. And it's, do you have a fever or don't feel like you're 100%? Second question. Um, are you or anybody at your house exhibiting any cold-like symptoms, coughing, fever, runny nose within the last 24 hours? Lastly, and the most important one, is anyone in your home COVID positive? Yeah, that, that's correct, John. I mean, <clears throat> students will be asked this when they get to campus, if they go to the office for anything, and even when they like meet with the with the counselor, Miss Ochoa, you know, you'll, you'll be asked these questions so often, but the answers will allow us to play the part that we're trying to play yeah. as a, you know, as our safe reopening plan mandates us to as well. So there's that yeah. too. And let me, let me jump in on those questions really quick. Like the answers to those questions, that's basic science. Yeah. So those are not like, I don't want to, I, I don't want to give the wrong answer. There's no right or wrong answer here. It's, it's how are you feeling? Is anybody in your home sick right now? Are you sick? If you are, that's fine. Stay home. Yeah. Self-quarantine. 
stay home. That's not a problem with us. The beauty behind our hybrid is the kids that are at home are going to get the same quality education as the kids that are at school. So if you you know have to say yes to, to one of these three questions, no problem. You stay home. If the answer to one of those questions is yes and you come to school, then that, I mean that's what does it mean to be a member of a community, right? You're mm -hmm. risking other people's health and safety. Yeah, right. Right? So don't don't hide those questions. You know, that's why we ask them. That's why medical offices, that's why schools all across the nation are asking and the globe are asking those kind of questions right now because that's how we control COVID. We can control COVID through socially distancing and isolating um, positive cases. Mm -hmm. It's an infectious disease. And I know I was a social scientist, so I should, probably shouldn't get too deep into medical stuff. But infectious disease, the, the first word is infectious, right? Yeah. So we want to make sure that we lock it down. Yeah, so with that, um, students, you're going to be in cohorts. Um, so you're going to stay within a cohort while you're on campus. A cohort is your grade level and where your last name falls in the alphabet. So if you're in the ninth grade and your last name is Middleton, um, you'd be in the ninth grade cohort A through M, the best cohort, because I'm in it, right? Um, we'll break down uh, more here in a second. Um, students, you are to follow guidelines for traveling in a very specific direction, from the bathroom, so on and so on. Um, for responding uh, to the beginning of the class survey, all campus rules um, and classroom non-negotiables prior to the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, this is, a, this is a wild one, right? Like we'll have hand sanitizing stations set up around campus uh, and are for use throughout the course of the day. Restrooms will be available, the ones outside um, for use one at a time. They are the unisex bathrooms. Um, practicing safe hygiene procedures will be constantly covered. I mean, you know, we're, we're really going to try to do everything that we can to maintain um, a healthy environment. And, you know, one, one of the last things before we get into the second section here is, you know, it's okay to be COVID positive. It really is. It's okay to be sick. What's not okay is if you are sick or COVID positive and you do nothing about it, Right. So we really want to try to intervene. We really want to try to help in a way that schools never had really had to play that part before. Um, but I think we'll be really integral in the successes of our county moving forward if we do this appropriately. Um, and so that said, you know, <clears throat> I think in order to face the questions that we're predicting you guys are going to ask, uh, we're going to bring in a special guest to the podcast, someone who needs no introduction. And although this may be the first time you hear his voice, it will certainly not be the last, ladies and gentlemen, Stellan Cathcart. Hello, Mr. Middleton and Mr. Clausey. Thank you both for gracing me the privilege to be on the show. It's really like such a pleasure to be here. I'm beyond ecstatic and I'm very happy to help out in any way that I can. So without further ado, let's jump right into it, shall we? 
However, uh, I'd like to ask, do I get paid for this? Or... You mean you're not paying us? Yeah, I mean... Yes. Uh, no, no, but no, no one gets... Okay, let's get to it. Students have waited long enough. <laughs> ask away. And let's work at clarifying for you. Yes. What are cohorts and groups? This, sound, this sounds a whole lot of like teacher talk. My small student brain cannot understand. It is. It's ed speak for cohorts at ACE that will either be the blue group or the silver group. As ACE is blue and silver in our school colors, we can think of no better than the the, the blue and silver group um, for our cohorts. Blue group, you are the ninth and 12th grade. Again, blue group, you are the ninth and 12th grade. Do not forget that. Uh, you guys are grouped together um, and will be on campus together during our hybrid days. I'm really excited to have the seniors and the freshmen together in a cohort. Um, I did that purposefully and I am excited about it. Uh, this group is then divided further in half um, by the first letter of your last name. So A through M, Middleton, right? Uh, is in one half and in through Z is in the other. Um, the blue group again is ninth and 12th graders. Um, you will be in school one week. However, if you're A through M, it's Monday and Thursday. If you are in through Z, Tuesday and Friday are your days. That gives you an A day and a B day for your CTE classes. Um, and then that also means you'd be in English twice a week. Um, and from that, what else we got, Mr. Clausy? Yeah, that's a that's a good point, John. Thank. That's a really clear way of of saying what I what I got there. Yeah. Um, every Wednesday is also virtual learning, right? So no one comes on campus at all ever on a Wednesday, right? Virtual learning all year long. Yeah, that's correct, Mr. Clausy. And then, as I said, Thursday. A through M, um, those are your B day courses. And then Friday is in through Z. Um, those would be your A day courses. The schedule that nobody could read at the beginning of the year has all of a sudden made perfect sense. <laughs> so like Mr. Middleton said, then the following week, 10th and 11th graders come in uh, and they're gonna make up what we're calling the silver group. Um, I would like to be the captain of the silver team because I have a lot of silver hair now, thanks to the pandemic, which my mom reminds me of every time I see her in a Zoom call or a FaceTime, super awkward. Um, but that said, and in very much this, the same way, 10th and 11th graders will be divided by the letter of your last name, A and M or N through Z. Monday, 10th and 11th graders with the last names between A and M will be on the campus for A days. Tuesday, 10th and 11th graders with the last name between N through Z on campus for a B day. Wednesday is virtual learning. Beautiful. Thursday, 10th and 11th graders with the last name between A and M will be on campus for their B day that week. And Friday, N through Z for the last day is an A day to end that silver week. Yes. And I would like to invite everyone to go to our website as we have a calendar on it with the details as which weeks are blue weeks and which weeks are the silver weeks to make it easy for absolutely everyone to follow. So I don't have to answer emails about which week it is. Go to our website. 
What else Next you got question. for us, Stalin? Yeah, bring it on. What is this volunteer time thing that begins like tomorrow on 317? That's a good question. Volunteer time is exactly um, what it sounds like and what it says. It's voluntary to come onto campus. No one is mandated to attend. Absolutely no one. Um, we have so many projects on the campus right now. We want some help. Um, so it's imperative that we get students working again. Um, also, now that we're in the, the red chair, I think we've earned it, right? We can get back to being on campus, working on some things. So we have some benches that need assembling, cleanup on campus has to be completed. Oh, areas need to be set up, workstations built and stocked with tools. Solar charging stations need to be built. Um, our amphitheater needs to be put together. Absolutely. Umbrellas and desks arranged and picnic tables rebuilt, sanded, and even painted. Yeah. Students are going to come for volunteer time based off their grade level, and they will be mandated to follow all of the social distance guidelines. They will not be allowed in the building, the main campus building, um, and transportation is not provided during volunteer time. Right, Mr. Milton. You know, transportation will not be provided during volunteer time, right? So I, I, we, we really want to clear that up. When we begin regular hybrid learning, we will have transportation, of course. But during volunteer time, we will not have transportation. Yeah. We would like those that are coming on campus to be passing all of their classes, right? This is a, a privilege um, to get to, to participate in volunteer time. So you earn it through the work that you're doing in each of your classes. That'll also make your teachers feel better about you missing class to come to campus. Um, so those are students are all responsible um, for the work that they're also then missing in their virtual classes because they're going to be at school working, right? You're not going to be in your class. So you're going to need to be able to make up that work. If you're getting all A's in your classes, I think you can do it. Um, this is not an excuse um, to not do work. This yeah. is just, you know, this no, is, these are things you got to schedule, right? Yeah, and you're right, John. I mean, please don't ask Mr. Middleton or myself uh, if the work you are doing on campus will satisfy what you're doing in your classes. Um, that is up to your teachers, not us. Please don't ask us that question. We cannot give you that answer, or our answer is just no. Moving on to our next question, guys. Tell us about transportation. How will that exactly work? Uh, if you require help, actually, um, I don't actually have a license, but I am good at Mario Kart, so I, I think I can drive a bus. Uh, Stellan, it's as, as if you're telepathic. I mean, I, I know exactly what, what we're, you know exactly what we're thinking. However, no more buses this year, right? Uh, so we will not have buses this year. Instead, we're using hop, skip, drive. Um, and this is important for two reasons. Number one, we need to know who needs transportation immediately. You know, we, we sent out two surveys and are still missing 60 people, which means 60 of you are not accounted for in needing transportation. My nightmare is that all 60 will need it and show up looking for a bus when we don't have them registered to even need a ride. So please, you know, 
fill out those surveys. We're going to be calling around to try to get a hold of you, but you know. Yeah. What Mr. Claus is saying is please fill it out. And the counter to that is Miss Nancy is going to be calling you otherwise as we need a hundred percent participation on this. Yeah. So pick your poison. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this company provides cars, you guys, not buses. Um, so this is, a, is, is safer as only three students will be allowed in a car at one time. Drivers will have their shots and will be divided from the kids with their own plexiglass shields. Windows can be down. Students will have a safer ride to school. It's also important to note that whatever bus stop you used prior to, you will use again. So these cars will be picking up specific groups of students and you will have the same or similar driver cars each time. You will also be riding with the same students as well. So the first time might be a little wild, um, but then every time after that, this process should be a little bit easier. Yeah, it's it's really gonna be organized once it, it gets going. Um, and that's also kind of the essence behind volunteer time too, is to, yeah. to move through this um, and learn as we go. So to, to, to recap, voluntary instruction days what we have starting tomorrow we don't have transportation um, these days go from march 17th until spring break once we come back from break we'll have hop skip drive to pick up every student that needs to be picked up for free as we are a free public school there's no cost to this um, at the bus stops in groups of three to attend in-person instruction on campus. We used Hop Skip Drive last year and it was really effective for our seniors going to Oxnard College. I'm excited that we're getting to use this company again. Um, small groups, three to a car, the drivers are going to be safe. Um, this is a company that works specifically with schools. So it's not, we're not calling Lyft and Uber here. This is a company. This is a school transportation company. They're just not yellow school buses. They're groups of three. All right. So next question for you guys. What about food? If I'm hungry, what do you have for me to eat? Spoken like a true high schooler, Stellan. Thanks, dude. Mr. Clausey, what say you regarding food? Is it vegan? <laughs> so the school, <laughs> I wish it was. Um, school food for the rest of the year, we will have on campus. We'll still be using, uh, more park like we had in the past. Um, however, what's interesting is Stellan, when you are hungry this time, you are able to eat for free, my friend. So school food for the rest of the year is free. It's on me, right? Um, ACE will pay for school foods for all students, regardless to what your fare is, uh, starting when we return back from break. That's amazing news for us folks. We've never been able to offer um, food for all at no cost because um, we're using the same vendor for food. We will be providing bag lunch, um, which will consist of something for breakfast and for lunch. So breakfast and lunch this year, all at the same time. Um, Miss Connie will be giving it out um, and you will be directed to an outside cafeteria area to sit and eat daily. If you want lunch, if you want breakfast, we have it for you. No matter who you are, we got it for you. Can you guys tell us what some of the rules are on the campus? 
what is unique about coming back that we should know about? That's a great question, Stellan. Folks, coming back onto campus for in-person instruction during a pandemic is wild, to say the least. This is why we will be outside. So dress appropriately uh, and dress that way daily. We will have one flow for traffic. We have one-way arrows all around the campus so you can't get lost, um, which is outlined again on the ground. Think of it like a freeway. As in California, we use the term freeway. Um, you drive on one side, going one way, and on the other side, you go the other way. The same for all of the pathways on campus. Yeah, I mean, in, in New York, we call them throughways, or if you were downstate, you called it a true way. So, you know, you just had to pay for it. Nonetheless, still the same thing. You know, you drive on the right, people pass you on the left, that type of a thing. So we're going to do that as well. Um, in fact, in between classes, we'll be running around, spraying everything down with foggers, cleaning areas, and sanitizing. So we're having a training day for students to see campus and interact with it first. Um, as the learning curve is like crazy for, for everybody. Um, but once you get a lay of the land, I think it'll become second nature to you, uh, to you all in no time. We also have tons of PPE for everyone. Um, we have hand sanitizing stations all over the campus. Yeah, and like we said earlier, we'll be asking you the three questions and taking temperatures all day. We're working on having testing available for everyone and can test at uh, anybody's request. So there's some cool things that we're trying to do to keep us all safe. What else? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So here's a good one. Then if, uh, yeah. So what happens when someone tests positive or has signs of being sick? Stellan, that's a great question, amigo. I mean, folks, if you are feeling sick, do not come to school. So first and foremost, right? If you are sort of feeling sick, do not come to school. And here's why. When you get to ACE, if you have anything close to a fever or any of the symptoms, you will be sent back home and we will be not providing transportation for that trip. Uh, in the past, parents have said that they are at work and can't come to get their child until later in the day. And in recent years, we've totally understood that. During a pandemic, however, you should not send your child to school unless you know they are 100% healthy. They will be escorted to the fence and they will be there waiting for their ride. Okay, that is extremely serious. Sounds a little cutthroat, but you know we will abide by all regulations in keeping everyone safe. Schools are not a placeholder as they were in the past in this regard. During a pandemic with a contagious disease that is airborne, anyone sick will be separated from the population and someone from home will be mandated to come pick their child up. Please do not give the, we can't make it because we're at work excuse, because this will not change anything, but the amount of time it will take for your child to wait by themselves with COVID-like symptoms. Yeah, you will be sent home. You will be asked to quarantine for 10 days. We can send you home with the test or we can arrange for testing prior to you leaving campus. And so what we can do to help during this time, that's what we can do to help. 
during this time. Um, if the student was in classes that day, the cohort of that grade level um, and the last name designation will be on virtual learning as well for 10 days. Um, every other week schedule allows for quarantining in that way that is less invasive um, if we want, if we went back every day. Um, that's what it's like in governmental agencies and that's what it's gonna be like here at ACE. You guys are able to test us while we're on campus? Yes, we're working on securing testing now. Um, we have contracted with a school nurse um, and we will be able to oversee our testing process, which is awesome for us. I like that very much, you guys. I'm proud of you both. So listen, what happens for the students who are not returning to school during in-person instruction? You know, I'm, I'm glad you asked that, Stellan. Um, those who don't want to return to in-person instruction do not have to, plain and simple, right? We sent a survey home asking for families to tell us if their child is coming back in or not. And this was to know how much like food and transportation we need to offer daily. Any student who says they wanna come back can come back. And any student who does not, does not have to at all. Once that decision is made, however, we would like you to keep it that way. And if something changes down the road, communicate with us and, and we'll, we'll work with you guys completely. Our ideas for instruction is simple. We're gonna continue what we've been doing. We're gonna issue live lessons on Zoom, both in person and online for every kid all the time. All synchronous instruction. Um, there is no asynchronous instruction at ACE. If you come in, uh, you will not be given a different curriculum than if you don't. Um, you will simply be sitting in front of a teacher, six feet apart from them, somewhere outside on our campus. Yeah, that's correct. Um, we are still in a pandemic, regardless of how tier determinations have changed and political pressures that weigh us down. So we are slowly allowing this process to roll itself out. We would never mandate that someone come in if they can't. Some teachers may not be able to return to work as well. And if that's the case, um, we'll have to cross that bridge as we get there. So instruction will be the same for those at home and for those who come in. Wow, this is a lot to digest. I should take a Tums. So how will we know this information like week to week? Simple amigo, Stellan's Corner. Um, you'll be the source for some updates by inviting me and Mr. Milton to chat with you weekly. Uh, so thanks for that in advance. So we can discuss some of the madness, the changes, the newness and the positivity that we are experiencing while reopening and understanding the world around us. Um, Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's going to be a gnarly scenario, but um, I, I also feel like the plan we have is safe. I think once we get everybody into a rhythm and they know what's, what's going on, I'll be able to, you know, control the environment 
in a way that that um, you know really kind of keeps everybody safe. Okay. Well, guess what, you guys? I'm game, and I'm very excited to be a part of this. And thank you both for your time here today. Do either of you have any last words? Stellan, thanks for, for popping into our podcast. Uh, I'm really excited to see you develop as um, not only a podcaster, but potentially a, um, an ace newser um, and just a source of information for the kids. So thanks for, for doing this, Stellan. Yeah, I do have like some last words and they're super simple and non-emotional, um, I think, which is unusual for, for Mr. Middleton. In administration school, which I know everybody here is excited to go off and do after this podcast, the, like the first thing that they teach future adminers is your only responsibility in administration is to keep everybody safe first and last. And that's why we're doing this. Um, some of these are, are pretty intense rules, um, but it's an attempt to fulfill that, like that motto, keep everyone safe first and last. The teachers, the ACE teachers are gonna be able to do what they do, which is inspire and engage and teach. Mr. Clausey's job, my job is to keep everybody safe. So this is our attempt at that, right? Our best ability as administrators is to do that. Mr. Hatler is gonna inspire, Mr. Vasquez is gonna inspire, Ms. Morales is gonna inspire, Mr. Costa, who's gonna to get to see kids for the first time in person at ACE along oh with gosh. Mrs. Catlin. So crazy. They're gonna inspire, all right? Mr. Lang is gonna inspire. Ms. Sweet is going to inspire. Mrs. Zuno is going to inspire. Mr. Gernhauser, Mr. Ka, Mr. McGuire will oh inspire. Forget it. Better watch out. Ms. Renteria will inspire. Uh, Mr. Clausey and I are really focusing in on being the speed bumps, keeping everybody safe at all times. And I once had a conversation with someone that a mask is like a seatbelt, right? Why do you wear a seatbelt if you're not gonna crash your car? Well, you wear a seatbelt because you might when you least expect it. And that's what a mask is for. So all of these things are, are to protect our families to protect our kids, uh, to keep people safe first and last. Because I have no doubt at the quality, in the quality of the education that, that our teachers will continue to provide um, in contiguous learning, right? Kids at home and kids on campus. Um, it will be project-based. Kids are gonna go home with sawdust on them for the first time in a year. And it's gonna be really emotional too to have kids back. Um, after such such a horrific year where we've lost so many people. Um, but things do come to an end and, and we're almost there. At least I think we are. I hope we are. Um, so uh, Stellan, thanks again for this. Um, I think we're gonna be safe. At least that's Mr. Clausey's job and he's darn well good at it. That's my job, I'm getting there, right? Um, and our, our teachers will not worry about any of that. They're going to teach and inspire. 
glad. Yeah, I I can't agree more, John. I mean, it's it's a this is a giant step forward for all of us. You know, it's a um, it's risky, it's definitely scary, um, but we're 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 jumping in, knowing that I think we have a vetted plan, um, knowing that I think we've thought of almost everything, and if we haven't. We will figure it out as we go, uh, as we are anticipating making a few mistakes here. Um, we're going to be posting this information, this this podcast on our website. Um, and so you guys will be able to, to find it and listen to it, which we're stoked about. Um, again, I'm going to be responding to all of the emails that I had gotten. If you had emailed me and you are a senior and you are passing your classes, you are definitely eligible to show up tomorrow. Again, tomorrow is the 17th. It is only for seniors. Friday is the 19th. It is only for seniors. Please follow the schedule that is on our website. If you were in a different grade, um, you know, and that is not your grade day, uh, and you have not worked something out with me on the side or whatever the case may be that makes it unique, uh, you will be turned away. So, so please just make sure um, that if it's your grade uh, day and you shot us an email and everything is, is copacetic, then we will allow you to move forward and, and show up on campus. Um, you know, we have so much to do. We have speed bumps to put in. We have benches to be made. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Um, and we need to get started and we need to start tomorrow. So Stellan, thank you so much. Uh, for guiding us today. I'm looking forward to seeing how this grows and develops as an integral part um, uh, towards keeping us safe and, and having a successful rest of the school year. Um, you know, I, I, I can't reiterate enough with what John is saying. We're just really trying to make sure that we're doing it safely. I'm seeing some of the plans that are out there and I have no idea what <laughs> some schools are doing. So uh, just because some other schools are doing it in a specific way, it does not mean that we feel it is safe in any way, shape, or form. Um, and so please just bear with us here. We will take suggestions. We will take comments as, you know, this is a learning process that I think we're just starting to, to experience. Um, but I'm looking forward to what this is going to be like. I can't wait to see the 12th graders on campus. I mean, John, your, your point with having Patrick and Sierra on campus, um, you know, I, I've, I've never seen them in person. This is like so gnarly because we hired them and we pay them daily. Uh, so, so there's some crazy stuff that, that we're really looking forward to and we can't wait to get started tomorrow. So without further ado, you guys, should you have any further questions, um, you can shoot them to us in an email uh, and we can, if we don't address it prior to, we'll put it in the next podcast uh, for next week and try to make sure that, you know, we're just keeping everybody informed. Again, all of this information is available on our website because VCPH and the California Department of Public Health just approved our plans, we can now post them on our website as well. Um, not only are they board approved, county approved, but by the public health departments in both Ventura County and the state of California, we are approved and, and we can move forward. And that is exciting news. And I have nothing else to say. Stellan, Mr. Middleton, thank you guys so much. I look forward to doing this repeatedly with you guys as the weeks go on. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Here we go. Thanks, everyone.